This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Let's look at what's happening in your headlines. Developing overnight, Port Arthur police searching for two men who entered a home, demanded money, and then fired several shots. Police responding to the home invasion robbery about 7.30 last night in the 1800 block of 15th Street. When they arrived, officers discovered that two men had entered the home without permission and pulled firearms, demanding money, and then shooting off their weapons inside the house before police arrived. No one injured. Police continue their investigation, searching for those suspects. Also in Port Arthur this morning, police working to catch another suspected burglar who may be connected to other thefts. 21-year-old Skylar Mordente Folsom, uh, the police uh, are looking for. Folsom already has a county warrant and says he is a, they say he's a person of interest in several other burglaries in Port Arthur. Authorities say he's lost a significant amount of weight since this mugshot was taken. If you have any information, you can call Crime Stoppers at 833-TIPS. Jasper County authorities also releasing some images of a crime this morning. These suspects wanted for stealing a truck from Lakeway Tire in Jasper Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. KJS radio reporting the late model Ford F450 flatbed was found Wednesday by Woodville police. If you have any information, you can call Jasper PD. To Beaumont now, where a man is jailed after police found drugs and a stolen gun in a home. Police say that he, they arrested 29-year-old Robert Ellie III following a search warrant at 5 o'clock yesterday evening in the 4000 block of Usain Street. Detectives seized ecstasy, marijuana, and PCP, along with a stolen gun out of Hardin County. Ellie is a convicted felon, the home about 200 yards from a school. Police say that will allow them to enhance the charges against the suspect. Well, today is the deadline Jefferson County set for the company that wants to buy Ford Park to de deposit $22 million needed to seal the deal. A spokesman for Renaissance Development Group told KFDM Fox 4, quote, all effort is being put forth for our Ford Park funding. Renaissance hired an engineering firm to inspect the facility. The owner of the, for, of, of the firm says they inspected Ford Park Monday and Tuesday using a drone and determined the facility is structurally sound. He hopes to give the report to the Renaissance Group. County Attorney Fred Jackson tells KFDM they have to determine how to proceed if the money isn't turned over. The agenda for Tuesday's Commissioner Court meeting includes the Ford Park sale as a possible action item. City of Beaumont continues to trend downward when it comes to COVID-19 cases. Health Department reporting just 29 new cases on Thursday, all in the city of Beaumont. That brings the total to just under 27,700. No new deaths reported. That number remains at 341. Recoveries now listed at 26,680. There's good news for COVID-19 patients who need infusion therapy. Jefferson County Judge Jeff Brannick telling us yesterday the county has received a new supply of antibodies used to treat COVID patients at the Regional Infusion Center off the East Tex Freeway near the Target store. The goal is to prevent COVID cases from becoming severe and to keep patients out of the hospital. The center has been limiting the number of patients based on age and pre-existing conditions. 
One Southeast Texas hospital believes it's found the answer to its nursing shortage, the key giving nursing students state-of-the-art training. Mello Stiles has more. Baptist Hospital is using a state-of-the-art simulation program to prepare nursing students for the real thing. Registered nurse Mackenzie Callender went through the program. I think it's very important for all the new grads to go through just because the simulation is so realistic. Um, my first simulation was actually uh, my first code to run in the hospital. Um, I work in the ICU at Baptist, so um, it definitely prepared me for a real patient code. The simulation doll does everything a real human does. Baptist Hospital officials say this would not be possible without the leadership of Dr. Mark Douglas as well as their partnership with Lamar State College Port Arthur. It's extremely important for us. When you, when you look at the future of healthcare, we need great new nurses coming out and Lamar Port Arthur has been a great partner for us. This wouldn't be possible without a donation from, from Dr. Renard over at Lamar Port Arthur and a Baptist Foundation. Since the simulation was brought to Baptist Hospital a year ago, one nursing educator says she has seen how helpful it has become. It just kind of helps, you know, alleviate some of that nervousness and anxiety, makes them you know, better able to act when something critical happens or a patient is declining. We can give them the information and the knowledge about what to do quickly to get that help that the patient needs. Baptist Hospital Executive Director Kim Monclay says it's a new and fun way to learn. Our nurses here have been through so much with COVID that we wanted to do something special because they are the heart of our hospital. Baptist Hospital alone has seen at least a 15% decrease in nurses over the past year. It believes giving the hospital some of the same tools bigger hospitals use will bring in more nurses. Currently there are 27 nursing interns in the program and that's the highest it has been since before the pandemic. Again, Mello Stiles reporting. Baptist Hospital says the program would not exist, again, if it were not for Dr. Mark Douglas, Lamar State College, Port Arthur, and Hospital Foundations to get the funding the nursing students and instructors need. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Well, good morning, Southeast Texas. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. It is Friday, February the 18th, 2022. Seems like it's taken us a while to get here, but we have finally made it to the end of the week. After a cold front came through yesterday, brought some showers across the area. This morning, we're off to a much colder start. In some locations, we are more than 30 degrees colder than it was at this time yesterday morning. Temperatures this morning, middle 30s. we got some wind chills in the 20s, so you'll definitely want to grab a jacket as you head out the door. Through the afternoon, we'll see a mixture of sun and clouds, and that's going to keep our temperatures in check with north winds. Look for highs today in the lower 50s, both in the lakes and the trunk. Now, as we head towards the weekend, things get a little bit better. It's still going to be a cold start Saturday morning. We'll see some temperatures around freezing up into the lakes, heading for the mid-30s in the Triangle. But with an east wind and partly cloudy skies on Saturday, our afternoon temperatures should warm up back into the lower and middle 60s. The warm-up continues as we close out the weekend, but we'll see more cloud cover. Uh, afternoon highs on Sunday close to 70 degrees. And then, of course, early next week, that's when our big pattern changes. And we'll be looking at a trough of low pressure out over the western half of the country. That's going to turn our wind direction in the upper levels of the atmosphere to the southwest. And when we get a southwest wind in the upper levels of the atmosphere, that'll draw in Pacific moisture. And around the base of the trough, we get a little bit of energy. And that brings us a chance of rain. And right now, it looks like we are going to see a pretty good chance of rain all the way through Thursday of next week. So starting really Monday morning and then going through about Thursday, we'll see a 40 to 50% coverage of showers. Temperatures 
Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday will be in the 70s and maybe even some upper 70s on Tuesday. But by the time Thursday rolls around, we'll see another cold front push through, and that could cool things off again for the end of next week. We're looking at overnight lows right now into the middle and upper 30s for both next Friday and next Saturday. So again, uh, pretty quiet weekend. We'll see partly to mostly cloudy skies Saturday and Sunday. Rain should hold off until early next week. We're looking at rain chances Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, so you'll want to dig that rain gear out. But as far as your forecast for Friday, look at partly to mostly cloudy skies. Highs in the lower 50s will look for north winds averaging out to about 15 miles an hour. Don't forget, you can get our forecast anytime at kfdm.com. And then, of course, our weather app. You can download it. It's free on your iOS and Android devices. And, of course, you can use the interactive radar. You can uh, look at the hour-by-hour forecast, plan out your weekend. Uh, Also, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Follow the forecast 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's going to do it for your Friday morning from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Join us again Monday for the KFDM Morning Show podcast.